on, everybody? You are back with episode 10 of Red Hot Takes. I'm your host, Tyler Jacobs Meyer. And let's just say, shocker, Jared North, not with me here today. Um, you know, he's a very busy man at this point, and he's going to make it whenever it's convenient. So until then, we're calling in the uh, AAA man, the man from the bullpen, the one, the only, Chase Eleanor. Chase, how we feeling today? Uh, happy to be here. You know, love what you've done with the place. Just excited for the opportunity. Going to talk some shit on uh, some NFL teams and maybe hype some more up. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm real excited today. I think I'm, I'm excited to bring up a young prospect, see what he's got, see if he can replace uh, a man that he's kind of like a Randy Moss. He shows up on plays and then he takes them off. So um, we'll see. We'll see what he can do. Maybe this will uh, bust Jared North's ass a little <laughs> bit, get him back in, get that fire under his ass a little bit because uh, it seems like it's been lost. But let's just get right into it. We won't roast North anymore. <laughs> um, we're going to talk NFC North and AFC North today. Uh, we're going to start with the NFC North. There's not too much good to say about the NFC North. And we're going to start at the bottom, the worst team in the NFL. Uh, I have the Lions going 0-17 this year. Yep. First season, there's 17 games. I got a team going 0-17. Uh, I could have given them two or three wins, but I, I just didn't really see it. Uh, they have a couple games that they could win. They got a game against like Cincinnati that I think they could win. Um, they got a game against uh, Philly that at home I think they could win. And then they have Chicago and Minnesota at home who I think they can win. But other than those games, like every other game on their schedule is a gauntlet. Uh, they got Tyrell Williams and Brashad Berryman at wide receiver, but they lost Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones at wide receiver. They got Jamal Williams at running back, lost Kerryon Johnson. They kind of just replaced guys with worse guys than who they had. And they lost all four of their corners. So all four of their corners last year, I mean, I guess they replaced a couple of them in the draft. And I know they have. Uh, the young dude from Ohio State, I'm forgetting his name, like Jeff Oduka or whatever his name is, and he's good. But you can't lose all four of your corners that played last year and expect to be good. Dan Campbell, not that great of a coach, I don't think. I mean, he's a good motivator, but play-by-play, play, I just don't really think he's going to be that great of a coach. He wasn't in Miami. I don't see it happening well in, in uh, Detroit. And Jared Goff, uh, he's been a fraud behind Sean McVay this whole time. I just I don't think he's going to do much this year. What do you think, Chase? I mean, I'm in the same boat you are, but let's be honest. There's 17 football games this year. It's I mean, going, they, I think 17 they, yeah. is a hot take. I'm right there with you. Their their win total set at five. Um, we're taking the under for sure. 100%. But I mean, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. It's going to be a close under. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say they pull out a surprising four win finish this year. And I mean, like what you said, you don't like Jared Goff. I was a fan of Jared Goff when he was with the Rams, but I'm to the point now, Jared Goff is not the QB that everyone thinks he is, and I think this year it's going to show. Yeah, I mean, he's he's kind of gotten slowly worse on the Rams, and like now he's definitely in the worst position he's ever been in. The line's For probably sure. the worst he's ever had. The wide receivers are the worst he's ever had. Uh, so, yeah, I just don't see too many good things happening up there in Detroit. But let's move on to uh, the uh, third-place team in the division. A little bit of a surpriser probably. For myself, uh, I got Minnesota going 5-12. and 12. Um, You know, looking through the team, they do have a lot of talent on the roster. I mean, they had Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. Uh, they added Patrick Peterson, Mackenzie Alexander. They got him back. They just got Xavier Woods at safety. So, I mean, their defense is going to be good. But this is really just a pure indictment on Kirk Cousins. I mean, you heard me. I compared Dak to Kirk Cousins. Yep. I think Kirk Cousins is actually worse than Dak, obviously, a little bit. But... They play a lot of really big games this year, 
Um, and I just don't think they're going to win very many big of those games because he just doesn't show up in those primetime games. I mean, they play at Arizona, Seattle, Cleveland. They're losing all those at Baltimore, at Chargers, Green Bay, at San Francisco, at Green Bay. Um, I just I don't see too many games. I think they could probably win seven or eight maybe. Uh, but I, if Kirk Cousins is as bad as he is, then they might put in Kellen Mond, and I don't think he's going to be doing very well at all. So they're just going to lose more and more games. Uh, so I like the under nine minus one eighteen. That's that's I'm, really that's I'm really right what there I like. with you. I got them going six and eleven this year. And I mean, like what you said, like Kirk Cousins, you put him under pressure, he's not going to produce. Like you said, Justin Jefferson's had a standout year last year. Mm-hmm. Their offenses, I mean, it's everywhere where it needs to be. It's if, just the quarterback. If at this Kirk Cousins could pull up his pants and. I mean, do what he has to do. I mean, I feel like they could be in a different place. They just picked up D.D. Westbrook was another big pickup for them. I mean, like what you said, I think it all comes down to the quarterback, and I feel like with any team, that's how it is. And, I mean, if you can't do it under pressure, then how are you going to perform under the table? Exactly. Like, if they had a top 10, top, like, seven quarterback, they might be a like an NFC championship, like Super Bowl contender. It's literally just the court. I mean, they have the wide receivers. They have the running back. Their offensive line is good enough. The defense is getting better again. They they had a couple bad years, but they've they've kind of reinforced the defense now. I mean, their de- their coach is a defensive guy, so they're going to be good on defense even with like bad guys. So I like Minnesota around. I just I really don't like Kirk Cousins, and when he has to play a lot of big games, he's going to lose them. And they got a lot of big games this year. They got a t- they got a rough draw. So. For sure. And I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on the Vikings either. I'm a big Vikings fan. I was a big Stefan Diggs fan whenever he was there. And yeah. I mean. The Vikings aren't a bad football team. They're always that team that's going to be around, uh, come in like close to making the playoffs, if not make the playoffs. But I think this year is going to be that year where they kind of dwindle down a little bit, and it's it's going to be whoever's better. Yeah, um, they they'll probably be in like ten or eleven games. Like one, they'll probably have so many one score games this year where Kirk Cousins just ends up fucking it it's at the very end. Close, I could yeah. see just a lot of a games, bunch of fourth quarter, a lot games. of a lot of force to six point losses, just like constant, just like heartbreaking losses. So. Sorry, Minnesota, but um, I don't expect much out of you this year. Um, so basically, in this division, I don't have the bottom three teams winning as many games as I do the Packers. Uh, I have the Bears going 6-11. and 11. Uh, They don't got too many things going better for them over there, except for the fact they do have Justin Fields. But Tevin Jenkins just got hurt. He's got a back injury. He's supposed to be out till November now. So they lost their line protection. And now that they don't have as good line protection, I think they're just going to play Andy Dalton. And if they play Andy Dalton, they're just they're not going to win very many games. Uh, they start the season at L.A., Cincinnati at home. That should probably be a win at Cleveland, Detroit at home. So they can have a chance being like two and two to start. But then they go at Las Vegas, Green Bay, at Tampa Bay, San Francisco, at Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Like that is just that's a very such hard a brutal schedule. schedule. And uh, I mean, they lost like Kyle Fuller. They lost Barkevius Mingo. Lost Charles Leno and Bobby Massey. So they lost guys on the offensive line. The guy that they drafted to replace him just got hurt. Like I said, uh, Kyle Fuller, one of the better corners in the NFL. Losing him was definitely a problem. And if they put Justin Fields in after the bye week, which I think they might, um, he's probably going to struggle for a little bit. They got a tough schedule after the bye week too. So you're just not looking at too many opportunities for them to win the game. And if they do start really bad, I think – they just might fire Matt Nagy because, like, they did uh, get rid of him. John Fox got John Fox drafted Mitch Trubisky, and uh, they fired him and brought in Matt Nagy. So, I mean, you could see them where he drafts Justin Fields, and then they still fire the guy. 
where I'm at with it. I mean, they're they're over win total set at seven and a half, and I mean, I got them winning more than ten games this year. I got them going eleven and six, and like what you said, Andy Dalton. I think he's going to end up getting that starting spot. And to be honest, I think Justin Fields deserves it after that preseason performance he just put on. Mm-hmm. But I think Andy Dalton's going to ride it out till the bye week. Don't get me wrong, Justin Fields is going to get his reps, but. Whenever Justin Fields does get his time, I think he's going to produce. I think I got him winning my offensive rookie of the year this year, and I think the Blair, the Bears will make the playoffs under Justin Fields' leadership. And like what you were saying, they did have their losses, but I mean, I think Darnell Mooney, I think he matches Allen Robinson's production this year, and mm-hmm. I think he was limited to what he did in 2020 due to Trubisky's amateur arm downfield, and I think... I think he's going to produce this year. That's where I'm at with it. All right, so I'm going to read you off my 11 losses I have for them, and you tell me which games that you think they will win. At L.A. Rams, at Cleveland, at Las Vegas, Green Bay at home, at Tampa Bay, San Francisco at home, at Pittsburgh. That one they might win, but I don't think so. Pittsburgh's a hard place to play, especially when they're not that good of a team. Baltimore at home, uh, at Green Bay, at Seattle, New York Giants. I think they could win two max maybe three of those but like I said I just I don't think Justin Fields is gonna start they had when Tevin Jenkins got hurt I just don't think they're gonna want to play him because you don't want to throw out a guy and just have him get hurt and banged up like Joe Burrow did last year they'd rather have Andy Dahl and take that beating but I mean if you're gonna draft the number one if you're gonna draft the QB in round one I mean you got to get the kids some reps they're gonna be screaming for him it's definitely gonna happen but I just think the conservative thing to do I mean, be. it's definitely and, the smart play, but yeah. as a bear, as a Bears fan, I know a lot of our friends are Bears fans. I know they're itching to see Justin Fields on that field before Andy Dalton. That's for damn sure. Yeah, and I just think, I mean, especially Elvis Man Nagy, he's feeling like on the hot seat still. So, I mean, he definitely wants to get Justin Fields out there to show that he's got a guy that he's developing well. For but sure. But I just, I don't think it's a smart move at the beginning of the year. They got a tough schedule to start the beginning of the year. And um, I just don't think they're going to want to play him and have him risk getting injured at the very beginning of the year. But that's got to be painful, though, as a Bears fan. I mean, you've struggled with your quarterbacks, especially with Mitch. And then you pick up Andy Dalton and you got the balls to go get uh, Justin Fields in the draft. And all this talk around the field is about how Andy Dalton's going to beat him out for that spot. When in all honesty, I really don't think he should. But like what you were saying, I mean, play it safe. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for him to go out there and week one through four and get hurt and then they don't have them so yeah i think they might wait till tevin jenkins comes back and then they'll play him together they just need i'm assuming they want to assure their lineup a little bit more before they throw them out there Uh, let's move on to the top of the nfc one of the teams i consider to be an nfc championship favorite the green bay packers i think aaron Rodgers is on a fucking mission this year Um, they don't have as terrible of a schedule they favors pretty well for him this year um, I have them going 13-4. and four. I love that over 10.5, minus 125. Uh, I mean, they got Amari Rodgers and Randall Cobb. and uh, They got Amari Rodgers in the draft, obviously, and then they got Randall Cobb through that trade. Uh, Randall Cobb's pretty old, but I think Aaron Rodgers will make him pretty good. And Amari Rodgers, is a, I mean, he's a pretty decent wide receiver. They didn't really lose too much. They only, I mean, they did lose their center, but Aaron throws the ball so fast that I don't think he's kind of like Tom. Like, as long as you can get a guy in that's – pretty good he, they will make him look like a really good uh center so I just there's not too much to say about Green Bay they got a pretty easy schedule this year and I mean they're they're definitely gonna make the playoffs at this point they're easily winning that division they're gonna go six and zero in the division and 
I'll take them to win at least five of their last uh, 11 games besides those to get me that over 10 and a half. Like they're going to go six week nine. They're week nine through 17. They got the Chiefs, Seahawks, Ravens, Browns, and the Vikings twice. Like yeah, we were so talking I about have the them Vikings earlier. I can see they're definitely going to pull out one one of those, but you know how Kirk like there's going to be some magic. Something's going to happen. I feel like they're going to take a loss to at least one of those games against the Vikings, and then I mean, like I said, Chiefs, Seahawks, Ravens, Browns. I mean, for week nine through seventeen, your guys are beat up. I mean, so guys, I have them losing to the Chiefs. The Seahawks, their defense is trash, so they'll tear through them. The Rams at home. They might beat the, the the Rams might beat them. Matthew Stafford's used to that cold weather, uh, but I do have Green Bay winning that game. Uh, Cleveland, I have them winning that game because that game's at home. I'll take I'll take Aaron Rodgers over Baker Mayfield every day, and uh, Minnesota, Detroit. I mean, those are just those are wipe away games to end the season. I just I think they may not win thirteen games. They'll win eleven games. They're way too good of a team. Aaron Rodgers is way too good of a quarterback. They still have Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. Like, they're going to be good. I mean, I'm right there with you. Like, I'm definitely hitting their over this year. I think they're going to hit, I would say, 11. I'm going with 11 wins this year. They're definitely going to have another double-digit win season. But, I mean, what more can you do? Like, that Aaron Rodgers is an old man now. And don't get me wrong, that he's he's I got mean, a cannon on him. But, like, he's not, doing, he's not moving out of the pocket as much as he was back when – Back when he was younger, but he can he gets hurt a little bit, like his legs get hurt a little bit, but that arm's still there. I think he's gonna just oh, stay in the sure. pocket more. I mean, the lines might be a little messy for him, but he just needs to get rid of the ball really fast, and it will work for him. I think my take on it, I don't see them advancing to their third NFC title game. I don't see it happening. I also see Jordan Love. I think Jordan Love will make his debut this year, and Jesus. I also see Randall Jesus Cobb. Christ. Randall Cobb will rise. Uh, like I kind of like Randall Cobb, but not. He's not my favorite. Um, I mean, I did say they brought him back, and he'll make him decent again. But like a six, seven hundred yard season, he's not going to be. Well, I'm not saying anything crazy, but it's definitely going. He's going to perform better than he did last year. And don't get me oh, wrong, yeah. I'm very excited to see the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, yeah, I all mean, day long, every Sunday. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the uh, AFC North. Um, we got the Bengals. We're going to start at the bottom, obviously. I got the Bengals going 3-14 and 14 this year. Um, I like Joe Burrow, but the fact of the matter is just their team's not that great. They, I mean, they lost Carl Lawson. They lost William Jackson the third, and they lost Geno Atkins. That's probably three of their four best defensive players. Um, I mean, they got a left tackle finally. They got some corners to help out, but they're just – they're not going to be that great, and I just I can't see them winning more than four to five games. I got them going three and fourteen. I love the under six and a half. But as I, do I. As do I. Yeah, but I I mean I I like Joe Burrow. I think he's got the swagger, but they just they're not very talented at all. So. I tell you what, I am looking forward to with the Bengals this year though is that old LSU duo coming back to the NFL with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrows. Mm-hmm. I mean they put on an absolute show and. What was that, the 2019 National Championship? Yeah. 2019 na- National Championship, and I mean, it was all game long, and I'm really hoping just to see that uh, that duo go make a performance in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that that will be fun to watch. I think he'll be – I like Jamar Chase. I think he's really good. But, I mean, you can double-team him. So, they do got a couple good other wide receivers, Tyler Boyd and shit. But, 
and going off topic a little bit, I mean, that's another thing I'm kind of excited to see, especially this year about more than any of them with uh, a lot of the quarterback to wide receiver duos coming from college to the same NFL team like Jalen Waddle and Tua uh-huh. and Jalen Hurts and uh, Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith. Yep. And then they got Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne, obviously. Yeah, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrows. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be a cool – it's going to be a super young season. I feel like we're going to start to see faces pop up and people start to make a name for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's move on to the third-place team. Uh, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're going 6-11 and 11 this year. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, I think this is kind of like his Drew Brees season right here where he just kind of completely falls apart. He's been getting injured so much. Um, they lost Bud Dupree, brought in Melvin Ingram, which is fine. Uh, they lost Alejandro Villanueva, who's their right tackle, so they're making that line even a little bit worse. So I just, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger just doesn't do it for me anymore, and uh, I I don't really like him. What do you think? What's their total set at eight and a half? Uh, I'm not 100% sure on that one. I don't have their total this year. But I think it's like, yeah, if I had to guess, I would say eight, eight and a half to eight, nine. Eight or eight and a half. Yeah. I'm going to take the under on that. I mean, like what you said, Big Ben, he's that's an old man now with Najee Harris in the backfield, though, that will be exciting to see some young legs in the backfield, maybe get the run game going for them. But, I mean, the Steelers, like, every year they're always there. They're always around. But especially with last year, I mean, they just crumbled towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. They were, what, were they 12-0 and 0 going in? Yeah, I forget. Yeah, they, I think they were 11-0 or 12-0. I kind and of then, forgot about that just because they were so bad at the end of the year. Yeah, and then just, just like, shit the bed. Yeah, that was such a fault. That was kind of like the Patriots the year before where they were like 11-0 or, or they were like 8-0 and everyone thought their defense was like unbelievable and they were going to be fine without Gronk again and Edelman again or whatever. And it just fell apart at the end of the year. That's when they lost to the Titans, obviously. I tell you what, though, I hope Juju stops doing that TikTok shit on the logo. Yeah, they got a lot of dudes on pittsburgh doing tiktoks instead of just playing some football but uh to each their own they can do whatever the fuck they want (laughs) uh let's move on uh cleveland i do like cleveland a lot i think they're gonna make the playoffs this year as the wild card i got them going 12 and 5 uh they brought john johnson and troy hill from the rams to help out the defense the secondary it's always good to bring teammates too because you know you got that that pre-existing like chemistry with them uh, they brought in Malik Jackson, D-tackle, and then they brought in Takarius McKinley, obviously, who's uh, the DN from the Raiders. And then uh, they didn't really lose too much at all. They only lost, like, a corner, Terrence Mitchell, and then they lost a right tackle, but I think he's, like, their backup right tackle. And, the, and then Sheldon Richardson, but he's pretty old now, old Mizzou Tiger, but he doesn't got too much left anymore. I think he's probably, like, 33 now. So I would expect a pretty similar season from Cleveland like they had last year to this year. Uh, not too much different. They'll get Odell back. Um, Hopefully he stays healthy. Yeah. I mean, their their offense is going to be good. Their defense is going to be good. And they're going to win a lot of games this year. I mean, there's – I got them going – It's pretty simple. I got them going 11-6. and six, And, I mean, like you said, they didn't lose too much on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, hopefully everyone stays healthy and we get to see them in, in full effect. But, mm-hmm. I mean, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb in the backfield, I mean, that's yeah, a dangerous that's duo. It's like, the best duo in the league. Of course. 100%. And my best hot duo. take for the Browns, for the Browns running backs this year, I got them each running for 1,000 yards this I season. I would imagine so. I mean, they're going to stick to that that same game plan they had last year, just run them both. I mean, if you can run two guys for 20 carries each and they both average like six carries why a carry, like why would you not? 
and it opens up the field so much for Baker. It's just going to get easier this year than it was last year. I mean, I really like Cleveland. I think they could obviously make a, cha- a run at the AFC Championship this year. For sure. And, I mean, think about, like, how far they've – like, they were – they were so bad yeah, four but to like, five years ago. But you like, could see how they were getting better. Like They did it a really good way, and you could tell bef- like that year they right before they had Baker, you were just like, they need a quarterback because like, they have – and then they obviously went out and signed like so many people once they had a shit ton of cap space. So well, that's they did I'm it really well. It. You I, can see them getting better, and I think like especially last year out of all years, like I mean, they made a big-ass jump in. I mean, where I'm at with it is I don't see them going anywhere but up. Yeah, I did. Did they make the AFC Championship last year against the Chiefs, or was that the divisional round? That was the divisional round. They could have won that game whenever Patrick Mahomes got hurt. They fucked it at the very end, ended up losing. But I mean, if they would have won that game last year, you never know. I mean, you could have seen them in the in the Super Bowl. I tell you what, so, and I mean another another game like that was the game against the Ravens with uh, Olamar shit his pants or had to take a shit, went mm-hmm. to the locker room, come oh, back yeah. out, throws a. Touchdown pass down the field to Marquise Brown. Oh yeah, wasn't that against the Titans? Yeah, right. No, that was that was against the Browns. Was it? Yeah. And oh, then, that was like one of the regular season games, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, let's move on. Speaking of the Ravens and Lamar, uh, I got them going fourteen and three this season. I really like their over eleven and a half. Uh, they're a great regular season team. John Harbaugh is a great regular season coach. Uh, they got Rashad Bateman at wide receiver, one of the best route runners in all of college football, one of the best route, route, route runners. That was kind of a a tongue twister right there. <laughs> one of the best route runners in uh, probably coming out of the draft in recent history. I mean, he's really, really good. People all at how good he is at running routes. He did get hurt, and he's going to be out for a little bit. He hurt his abs, so that's going to uh, be a little bit of a hindrance. But they're going to win a lot of games without him. Uh, they got Gus Edwards and uh, who's the other running back? J.K. JK Dobbins. Dobbins. Yeah, I drew a blank there. But uh, their schedule starts off pretty difficult to start the season, um, but it kind of opens up towards the back end for them to win a good amount of games. They do have a lot of pretty tough games that they could end up losing, but uh, I just think they're they're overall. I think Lamar's going to take a pretty big step this year. I think it's kind of like a Giannis year type thing yep. where like everyone thought Lamar should be like super good, super good. And now everyone doesn't expect him to do shit. Well, I mean, and don't get me. I think they could honestly. Wrong, I'm a big Lamar fan, but mm-hmm. like, like you can't tell me that QB has not produced. Given like, yeah, he could be throwing the ball more. Yeah, he could be. It's just on some it's things, not. It's just playoffs. It's not regular. It, that I mean, he's a great regular season quarterback. That's the thing. It's just strictly playoffs. If he just got to win a couple playoff games, and it will all get wiped away. Is this, so this is going to be the third year now that he's been in the playoffs and lost the playoff game. So. I mean, maybe the fourth time's a charm. Maybe he's maybe yeah. this is the year. Yeah, and I think there's a chance. Um, I mean, I like I said, I do have him going fourteen and three. I I'm looking at the schedule now. Let me it's, hear it. It's looking a little bit more dangerous than I initially when I when I guess whenever I went through, I guess I was really hot on Baltimore at that point. I think twelve wins is probably a little bit safer. Um but like I they're just so good in the regular season and I think Lamar, if he gets that extra wide receiver once he's back, they also got Sammy Watkins. Yeah, it was a big pickup. Yeah, so I think with those guys, I mean, Sammy Watkins obviously is not a one or a two really anymore, but if you got uh, Marquise Brown and uh, Mark Andrews and Sammy Watkins and uh, Rashad Bateman out there, that's a pretty good uh, core with Gus or J.K. Dobbins in the so, backfield. So, I mean, we, we can – we can both say we're going to hammer the over of 11 for the Baltimore Ravens this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that says, I thought that said minus 120. That's over 11 and a half plus 120. I will definitely be buying that down to yep. over 11 flat. 
and I'll ride that much more safe. That 11 and a half kind of scared me a little bit. But and I mean, if you can't tell, I love the Ravens. Yeah. Love Lamar Jackson even more. And I mean, I can confidently say if the Ravens get and stay healthy, the Ravens will be a Super Bowl contender this I, year. Mark my words. In that, you heard it here on Red Hot Takes. Yes. The I Baltimore mean, Ravens. In my in my episode that I made uh, only on Spotify, uh, this obviously we're doing YouTube now. So go on YouTube, subscribe, like, share. Anyways, just please do that. But anyways, um, shit, I kind of lost my train of thought. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens is all you need to know. Yeah. Oh, on my, on my episode, um, the one I did like a month or two ago when I was just really excited about the NFL and I had to make one about the NFL, uh, I actually had the Baltimore Ravens losing in the Super Bowl to the Rams. And I still feel pretty good about that. I think... I just think this is I, I think this is kind of Baltimore's I do, time. I do kind of like that matchup. Yeah, I think I think that's a pretty safe matchup this year, and I I like the Ravens this year. Uh, obviously, everyone thinks Kansas City, Buffalo. I think I think the Ravens can kind of come in as that dark horse that no one's really expecting. You can get him at like plus like six hundred right now to win the AFC, probably. Yep. Yeah. So. And I mean, like where you like you were naming off injuries, and I mean Marlon Humphrey out right now with. A groin strain. Rashad mm-hmm. Bateman, first round, first round pick out of Minnesota's out till end of September. Could possibly yeah. be early October, which definitely hurts. And I mean, Marquise Brown, Miles Boykin, both struggling back from hamstring injuries. Also, yeah, out. Marquise Sammy Brown. Watkins. Just, he, Marquise Brown seems like the type of guy that like always will struggle with hamstring injuries because yeah. like when you're that fast, like. Your legs just can't keep up with it. It's like a Tyreek Hill type thing where For like he sure. runs and then he like it looks like he pulled his hamstring and it's like, no, my muscles just like couldn't handle it. And I mean, going back to what you said, I mean, like the Raven, J.K. Dobbins, that's another take I got. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to have a breakout year. I think he's going to do above and beyond of what the Ravens need him to do. Mm-hmm. But like what you were saying, so they picked up two star wide receivers to give Lamar some more options downfield. And mm-hmm. I mean, with – Marquise or with uh, Sammy Watkins and uh, Rashad Bateman out, I mean, and them not even being in camp to get reps, I think it's going to be a little bit harder and come week one or two, depending on when they get back, especially for Rashad Bateman going later in the weeks. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think this would have been a time to kind of get some shit straight and, but I feel like they can pull it out. I feel like they can get it together. I mean, their offensive coordinator, Greg Roman, and like you said, uh, their head coach, John Harbaugh, I mean, they're good. That's I mean, they're one of the deal. better. They're one of the better, uh, like discipline and just like having guys ready week by week. They're up there with like the Bill Belichick's of the world when it comes sure. to that. That's why I like them so much. Um, I mean, looking through their schedule, Casey, week two at Las Vegas, week one. That's a really tough matchup to hop into week one. Uh, Casey, week two. That's a tough one, but I do have them beating Kansas City week two. I think they're gonna kind of surprise some people. Uh, at Detroit, that's an easy one. At Denver in September, that's not as hard as it is in like November. So I do think they'll win that one. Then they get to play like Indy and the Chargers and Cincy at home. Uh, the Chargers, I think, are going to be a good football team this year, but not when they travel east. They're just not nearly as good. And then they get to play Minnesota at Miami at Chicago. Those are three pretty easy ones. And then they finish off with mainly the division. So like we were saying, I like the Ravens. But um, I think that's it for the day. Anything else you got? That's all I got. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. I think this went well. Uh, North, you are officially on the hot seat, kid. Yeah. So uh, we will see you guys next week. We'll be talking um, AF, or, yeah, AFC South and NFC South. So those are two pretty fucking boring divisions, I'm going to be completely <laughs> honest. But we're just going to get them out of the way. 
And then right before the season starts, we'll get into probably the two best divisions in the league, AFC West and NFC West. So we're real excited for that. And we'll see who's on next time. At this point, it's just a mystery. So uh, we'll see you guys.